Hi everyone, this is Vicki and Chuck. Thank you so much for joining us today. I have a message that Father gave me this morning and it is May 16th, 2022. I am going to read that in just a couple of minutes. There are some things that he wants me to share with you. One, well, actually two of them are testimonies. And uh, also to say thank you to all of you who have come. If you are not on our channel and you're listening to this message on YouTube, or even if you're someplace else and you, you hear the message, please come to our channel, come to Vicki Adkins on YouTube so that if you have comments you wanna leave, uh, we're able to see them because we know people are leaving comments out there. We don't know anything about where they are because uh, other people are <clears throat> are promoting our channel, which is, we love that. We think it's great that Father's putting the music out and the messages out through other avenues. But by the same token, we don't have a way to know where we are and uh, in all of those different places. And so we don't see your comments if you're leaving them and we would love to hear from you. I wanna say thank you to all of our subscribers and all of you who are flying under the radar that uh, have not subscribed. We would love it if you do, but whether you do or not, we just appreciate so much that you're here. And thank you guys for sharing the messages and the music. By the way, if you haven't uh, subscribe to Chuck's music channel. He's having a hard time getting back into the studio simply because we have, uh, he has a lot of work he has to do in our backyard where our garden is and just regular stuff like that. And so it's eating up a lot of his time. So you guys, please keep him in prayer, not just for the music, but for the sake of his health, because you know, that's a lot of work and he's 70. And so would really appreciate that. Also, let me see what else. Oh yeah. If you do come to the channel, you'll see in the description box, there are a lot of ways to contact us. There are a lot of things that you can get involved in. If you want to be on the prayer map, the link is there. The information about how to do that is there. If you want to be prayed for, if you want to uh, join the prayer team, if you want to connect with other believers, other believers and see if there are any in this community who are in your area so you can connect because father said we need to be in community and i know he's pulling families together and literally people are moving to be um, closer to other believers in this time so just a lot of information in that description box please check it out okay oh yes thank you father and the other thing is I want to say thank you from both of us to all of you who are not just liking and sharing and subscribing, but leaving comments and encouraging us and sending us email, uh, emails and cards and letters and um, praying for us. You guys, I can't tell you how important that is to us. It's important for all of us, but it's, <clears throat> excuse me, it's really important to us because there is a tremendous amount of spiritual warfare that goes on when you do what we're doing. And I know there's a tremendous, I'm not belittling the warfare you all are in because I know we're all in it. But um, I, I'm just asking you, please keep us in prayer. And I want to say thank you from both of us 
I know there are a lot of people that have issues with helping people financially who are in ministry, and I'm really sorry that's the case, but I understand why it is. I just want to say thank you to those of you who are supporting us financially, because you're not just helping us, you are helping others, and you are definitely helping the ministry, because <clears throat> we can't do this without your help. So thank you so much. We appreciate you guys and love you all very much. Okay. Now, here is a scripture that Father gave me this just before I was getting ready to record. I asked him if he had anything else he wanted to, um, if he had anything else he wanted me to read or anything like that. And he took me to Jeremiah, and I'm in the ninth chapter, starting at verse 23. Thus says the Lord, let not the wise man boast in his wisdom, let not the mighty man boast in his might. Let not the rich man boast in his riches. But let him who boasts boast in this, that he understands and knows me, that I am the Lord who practices steadfast love, justice, and righteousness in the earth. For in these things I delight, declares the Lord. Thank you, Father. Now, you guys, all of these things that I'm either reading or these testimonies I'm going to share. They'll make sense as the message comes. And I'm not trying to delay that. I'm just trying to be obedient to the order I feel like Father is telling me to go in. So the first testimony is one that I've shared before, but it's been quite a while, and some of you may not. Um, well, I'm sure a lot of you weren't here when I shared that. It is from, um, let me see, it would have been the year 2000, and I was down in Pensacola, Florida. I had just accepted an assignment to be a pastor in a church there, and you guys, um, if you struggle with women in ministry, then just pray. Just please pray and seek the Lord about that, because I know there are a lot of people that have a hard time with women being in leadership in ministry, and I had to settle that issue in my own life many years ago, and it took a lot of, um, it took a lot of I don't even know what all. It took a lot of chasing after the Lord's word and requiring from him so many confirmations to what he was calling me to because I had been taught women were not supposed to be in leadership. So you guys, there you go. There you go. I'm just saying, <clears throat> and that was a little side road here. Anyway, back to the testimony about Pensacola. I had just taken on this responsibility and... But at the same time, I was a singer and had been doing concerts in churches around the country. And there was someone in a state that had called and was trying to schedule a concert with me, and I we just kept missing one another. So on this particular day, we were finally able to connect, and there was a tremendous lightning and thunderstorm going on outside of the little tiny apartment I lived in at the time. And it came up while we were talking and father said to me, get off the phone, hang up the phone. No, that was it. I'm sorry, father. He said, hang up the phone. And I said, I will just a minute, just a minute. We're almost, we just, we just got it. We're almost done. 
and he said it to me at least twice possibly three or four times I can't remember how many times but I do remember this I wasn't obeying him <laughs> I was continuing to talk and saying we're almost done we're almost done because this person I was talking to we didn't know each other and we were trying to make arrangements and all of this stuff for me to come and do a concert at the church so anyway I didn't get off the phone instead what happened was lightning hit something on our building and it traveled through the electrical systems and, and the wiring and it blew out the um, it blew out I'm trying to remember all the stuff it blew out it blew out the toaster it blew out the microwave it blew out the television and it melted the wiring in the phone but what happened was because the lightning hit and the sound of the thunder it was immediate I mean it was it, there was no delay it hit the building and it threw and I don't I'm not gonna say it threw. I'm gonna say somebody whether it was an angel or whoever it was threw me to the other side of the room and I found myself on my knees shaking and thanking father because I could have been killed I could have been killed <clears throat> because of my disobedience just how crazy is that 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 we are willing to disobey father and think that it's not a big thing when he says do this don't do this we just you know we just tend to want to do whatever we want to do well I took that phone to the church the following Sunday and it was uh, it was the topic for discussion in my sermon okay guys so that's the first testimony the second one is much more recent in January of this year as many of you know um, I went to help take care of my mother and on the 15th of January she passed away and before I went I had the strongest awareness that if I went if I even walked into the house that I could get very sick and we didn't know at that time that my brother had brother-in-law had COVID pneumonia we didn't know my sister had COVID my, my other sister and I went to take care of mom and she lived with my sister and brother other sister and brother-in-law who were both sick so my sister and I asked the father please don't let us get sick because we're coming to take care of our mom and knowing full well that he could have chosen to say I'm gonna allow this and uh, he did he allowed it Linda and I both got sick and extremely sick to the point where I ended up in the hospital and it took a very long time to recover and part of the after effects of that which is common with people who have been extremely sick or have had severe trauma or stress is that our hair began falling out and here it is let's see that was in January and we are in the middle of May and we are both still losing a great deal of our hair to the point where I I would say probably I've lost close to 70 or 75 percent of my hair now no that's not why I'm not on video on camera <laughs> for those of you who are wondering 
the point in telling you this story is that sometimes our obedience costs us in ways even when we ask father to please intervene and not allow that cost to come and we can choose to become angry or bitter or just mad at god because why didn't you i was just trying to do a good thing i i was just trying to help this person or whatever and father has reasons for why he allows what he allows he has reasons so he told me to get off the phone in pensacola because he didn't want me to be hurt he let me go he warned me that i would you know that i would face getting sick if i went to help mom who passed away um, on the 15th and then uh, i think it was on the 23rd or 24th about a week later i was in the hospital really really ill he he could have stopped all of that he could have covered us he could have protected us but that was not what his decision was and letting me know before i left that i could possibly get really sick get sick was his way of saying to me you have a choice before you will you love more than you will fear for your own life or your own health i didn't know it was life but your own health and so i went now you guys this isn't for me to this isn't me saying oh look at how great i am this is me saying this is an example of how god will say here's a call will you answer it and by the way if you do say yes you will answer it you need to know that i may not prevent hard things from coming against you but i will use those things in your life for your good because i love you you love me you've been called according to my purposes in you for my glory okay now i'm going to read this message to you if you and the transcript is going to be posted today as well and i have to apologize i didn't get the greed transcript from was that last week posted yet but i will you can find this transcript on the community tab on my channel and also on my blog and i am going to go ahead and make it uh, put it on the put it on anchor which is our podcast let's pray for a moment father thank you so much for being who you are there's nobody like you anywhere and we come in this time to sit at your feet and hear what you would say to us in this hour father we bring the words we're going to hear to your throne and we ask you for confirmation if these words are from you we want to know that so on behalf of my brothers and sisters and anyone who's listening out there who wants to know that's my request for each one that they would receive witness from you in their spirits of your words in this in this message thank you and praise you father that you love us so much that you will allow us to go through difficulties and not only allow us but you will often call us into them 
in the heat of the battle because you are proving our love for you. We thank you and praise you for everything you've said and are saying and will say and do in the name of our Savior, Yeshua the Messiah, Jesus the Christ. Amen. Okay, guys. My children whom I love. I have watched as, as many of you have answered the call to lay aside those things that hinder the relationship we long to have with one another. I see your efforts and the struggles you face with your flesh and the pressures from the enemy. I see when you fail and I see when you conquer. I see when you feel defeated and when you rise up in courage, despite the opposition, I see it all and walk through these times with you. I see physical and spiritual sickness. I see when sickness and hunger stand at your door and knock, seeking entrance, and I hear your cries for healing, for help and relief. I see all of the circumstances of your lives and my heart is tender toward you but it is time for many of my beloved ones to settle a matter, to choose without compromise which path they will take for the rest of their days. The kingdom of darkness is strengthening itself in this very hour, and due in part to their circumstances, the double-mindedness of many of my people has allowed that kingdom to gain territory. Work that should have been done has gone untouched as many of my people have continued to hold hands with devils. Refusal to take a stand against personal sin has allowed the enemy to encroach, causing weakness and confusion in those I am calling. Stubborn pride has found residence where there ought to be humility, and the work for which many have been sent remains undone. So many of my people are still asleep, despite the numerous evidences of the lateness of the hour. So many still believe the darkness in the world will somehow retreat without any efforts on their part. They are wrong. The enemy will not go away simply because he is being ignored. He will press in more boldly when he knows there is no opposition. And many of my people are doing minimal opposing. If you are lazy, physically or spiritually, your land has been overrun and you will not eat the fruit of the kingdom of God. If you are lazy, it will manifest, it will manifest itself in poor stewardship of the things, the gifts entrusted to your care. You will cultivate a poverty mindset and harbor resentment against those who practice good stewardship in their lives. Laziness not only destroys things in the physical realm, laziness brings with it spiritual poverty and destruction as well. See to it that you do not allow laziness in you. Be diligent to wisely steward your life. Submit yourself to me each day in humility and I will lead you out of laziness and into life. Everything is a love issue. If you are lazy, you lack love. If you are lazy, you lack love for me and for my creation. If you are lazy, you will not be in my kingdom. 
So examine yourself. Are you too lazy to spend time with me? Does that take too much effort on your part? Are you too lazy to clean up your home if you are physically able to do so? Are you too lazy to make the changes necessary to clean up your spiritual house? Are you too lazy to obey my instructions and to help others, whether physically or through sharing my words of life with them? Are you too lazy to pray? Are you too lazy to fight the enemy who comes to steal your obedience to my words? Are you too lazy to love? For love is obedience, and obedience requires action of some kind. In this classroom, I have taught about forgiveness. Are you too lazy to forgive? I have taught about greed. Are you too lazy to do your own labor instead of being greedy, greedy for things that you did not labor to receive? You may not always feel like obeying, but obedience is what I want from my people. For far too long, many have viewed my instructions as optional rather than understanding or believing that my words are not for negotiation. My kingdom is not a democracy. Neither is it a dictatorship where there is no love or justice. My kingdom is not a free-for-all where the citizens have no rule of law. I am the rule and I am the law. Do not be busy for the sake of busyness. Be about my father's business, however, and know that I am looking for love in my people, regardless of circumstances with issues of health, oppression, living conditions, government authorities, poverty, hunger, war, and every form of worldly temptation. Set your hearts today, my people. The darkness will continue to increase and you will be hard pressed to stand in love. You will be tempted greatly by the enemy in areas of your lives where you have not yet overcome to the point of absolute victory. You will see temptations come in areas you never knew before. Temptations to awaken your flesh to pleasures you thought you had conquered, to pleasures that will lead to destruction if you embrace them. You will see death of loved ones and threats of death to loved ones used as weapons by the enemy to cause you to turn from me. And if you do not choose to stand in obedience, in love, to me without regard to what you face in the future, you will fail. You must be aware now that those things I have said to you, those things which perhaps did not seem to be very significant, have greater and more powerful weight in your life than you have known. There is deeper meaning and greater impact in every word I speak. But until you realize my words are all related to everlasting life with me in some way, you will remain in danger of being too lazy to obey me and will endanger the future to which you have been called and the circumstances through which you will soon walk in life, this life I have given you on earth. How many times will I say to you until you learn this truth? Everything is a love issue. The enemy comes to steal your love from me and to point you to himself. He comes to steal your heart away with the lusts of the flesh, the eyes, and the pride of life. 
He comes to steal your strength, your energy to resist him, and your call for the kingdom, the call that I have placed within you. He comes to twist my words in your ears and to cause you to rebel against me. He comes to steal your health, your family, and your relationship with me. You cannot afford to be lazy. He wants your worship. That means he wants your life given over to him. And he will use your determination, your decisions to be double-minded to bring you to destruction. You cannot afford to be lazy in any way. Remember, your enemy is like a lion, a roaring lion, lion seeking whom he may devour. If you are lazy in our relationship, if you are not dressed and prepared for the spiritual battle that is raging all around you, why do you think you will be able to endure what is yet to come? The perversion, destruction, deception, all these things will increase and you will need to be at the ready in every situation, as harmless as every situation seems. Do you think the enemy backs away when things are going well for you? Do you think you will ever in this life be able to let your guard down for a moment and that he will not take advantage of that negligence? I tell you the truth, he will never cease trying to devour you. It will only be when I return that his assault against my people and my creation will end. I will tell you a secret that is hidden in plain sight in my scriptures, but it is one that very few of my people know and believe. It is because of the simplicity of the word that they have not taken this information into themselves. It is the reason so many continue to fail and fall in their spiritual battles. It is the reason they cannot win until they embrace and live this truth. It is also because the enemy has fought since the beginning of the time of mankind to prevent it from being recognized, believed, and understood. So remember when I tell you this. Everything is a love issue, and love conquers all. The greatest of these three of faith, hope, and love is love, and love conquers all. Love conquers laziness. If you love me, you will keep my commandments. You will conquer the sin in your life. I am the conqueror, and I am love and I give you the strength you need to choose to love me and to love others even as you love yourself. When you refuse to come out of sin, you have a love issue with me. When you refuse to forgive others, you have a love issue with me. When you refuse to take up your cross and follow me, you have a love issue with me. When you refuse to obey my words, you have a love issue with me. Everything is a love issue. No matter the problem, the circumstances, the past, the present or the future, everything is a love issue. No matter what anyone else says or does, how you respond in every situation is a love issue. 
Either you draw near to me to hear what I would say to you about the way you should respond, or you choose to stand in your own reasoning and take the chance of doing the wrong thing. If you would only understand that everything you wrestle with is something that is a love issue and that love conquers all, you would have a greater tendency to come to me for instruction about how to love in that moment. If love conquers all, then in everything you would win, regardless of the physical or temporal outcome in every situation, because you would obey me, and that love for me would be the victory. Do not be lazy. Keep working diligently to forgive. Keep working diligently to love, to be humble, to be obedient to your king, regardless of what you see going on around you. Do not forget, everything is a love issue. And so I ask you now, what will be your responses to the love issues you will face today, tomorrow, and in the days to come? The more you do not choose to conquer your flesh and your carnal thoughts, the harder it will be do to do so in the days that lie ahead. You will find yourselves more willing to enter into debate with devils chasing after things of the world, trying to save yourselves from the persecution that is coming. The longer you refuse to settle this matter of everything being a love issue, the more you will try to escape, and the less able you will be to see that I have you here on this earth to learn this valuable lesson. You are not here to try to escape. You are here to do what your Father in Heaven has called you to do. If your focus is on getting off of the earth before something hard comes your way, then you are more interested in saving your own self than you are in helping others find their way to me. Again, this is a love issue. When my people finally come into full agreement with whatever I choose to do and all I have chosen to say, when they begin to fully believe and trust me, there will be no more love issues between us. There will only be love. Then every battle will not be against my words, my people, or any circumstances they face. They will trust me when I don't rescue them from difficult situations. They will know that I have them where they are for my purposes, for their good, and for my glory. They will no longer be walking in immaturity, but will have entered into maturity. They will be mature children of the Almighty God. The issues will be gone, and the why do I have to go through this questions will fade away. There will only be the sacrificial love and power that comes, the love that conquers all just as it came when my son rose from the grave that could not keep him bound. In the power of my spirit, my people will willingly set aside every love issue and find the victory that comes as their love for me conquers all. And so I say to you as I finish this warning love letter to you today, 
Believe me when I say everything is a love issue. Choose this day whom you will serve and obey. Your obedience is the measure you use to answer every question, every love issue, in every circumstance. Laziness is a love issue. Obedience is a love issue. Trying to get your own way is a love issue. Unforgiveness is a love issue. Greed is a love issue. Love conquers all and my people will be without excuse when they stand before me. Have you loved? Will you love? I am to be your first love above yourself and everything and everyone else. Choose this day. Time is running out and many will not survive the day. I warn you because I love you. I warn you because you are in danger if you do not learn these things and come out of every form of selfishness, selfishness you allow. I warn you because there is much to do and time is short. I warn you because I want you with me in my kingdom and because that is where you want to be forever, so do not be lazy. Confront the issues that hold you back. Do not be lazy and put this off. Love me first. Love others as you love yourself. And he signed it, Father. There is a, uh, another testimony he keeps mentioning here that I guess I'm supposed to share this with you. And uh, I know some of you have heard this one before as well. There was a time when I was trying so hard to serve him that I had made this vow that I would never say no when I was asked to do any kind of ministry. And as I stated earlier, I was a singer and um, had a lot of requests to go and sing. And, and I was a youth leader also. And I had, at that time, I had a lot of requests. This was before I was in Florida. Had a lot of uh, requests to, to go do youth camps and things like that. But I would always, because I had made a vow that Father had never asked me to make, I would never turn down a request for ministry. And I reached a point one summer after I had done five youth camps in a row, back to back, I was exhausted, my body was exhausted. And I was talking to the Lord about it. I was literally physically shaking. I had gotten really into, so far into my inner strength that I just didn't have any, physically, I mean. And I remember sitting on the edge of the bed one day and saying to the Lord, I was crying. I said, I, it's, you know, I don't even feel like I can ask you to, to uh, help me. And he said, I said, I'm trying to say no. And he said, Vicki, you have never said no. And I was crushed. He showed me just one of those really quick flashes of the years that I had been with him and let me know, nope, I had never said no. I would always say yes. Now, you guys, there's a point to this. <laughs> and um, again, he said to me, if I didn't learn this lesson, the work that he had for me to do would crush me. And that... Uh, 
that he hadn't asked me to make that vow. Sometimes we think that we are doing what Father wants us to do without using wisdom to go to him and ask him to please direct us and just we just go flying off in every direction doing whatever we want. But part of the whole issue of love is to submit to him, to his leadership, his authority, and to see what he has to say about anything. Another time, I was having a panic attack and I was, I didn't know that's what it was at the time, but it was in part because I was running a hundred miles an hour all of the time doing stuff and in part because of the things that had occurred in my life that had been very damaging throughout my life. And this particular time I was in, I went into the bathroom, which was my place to go just be with him by myself. And I was sitting on the floor and praying and went through this whole time of repentance and talking to him. And then I began to pray. My focus then was finally off of myself. And I began to pray for my family and, and the body of Christ. And then eventually uh, the whole world and Father at that moment took me up into the heavens and I looked down and saw the earth and he pointed out to me a young child who was sitting and starving and I was really crying. Jesus was in the room with me and I knew where he, I knew where he was sitting. I was sitting on the floor in front of the sink. He was sitting next to me facing across my line of vision and he just sat there and listened to me just pour out my all of my self-pity and all of my heart and then he took me up and showed me that little child sitting on the earth in another country and by this time I was really crying you guys and I was saying to him father what can I do I sing you know I just felt so completely inadequate I mean what's a singer going to be able to do for a, a little child who's starving to death somewhere I felt completely overwhelmed and and the Lord had been quiet through this whole time I had been talking and repenting and then praying and then taking me up and showing me the earth and all of that and when he spoke he only said one word because I asked him I really wanted to know what can I do and he said love and I said well but I do love and father taught me that love was a whole lot more than what I thought it was at that time in my life so you guys I hope that uh, you'll take these words to him and meditate on them and ask him to explain whatever you need to explain. And please, please share the message. If you hear him in this, this is not just a message for me and you. It's a message for all of those father wants it sent to. So please share it. I think um, that's probably it. I am going to play one of Chuck's songs and maybe one of mine, I don't know, but I just want to say from both of us once again, thank you so much for being here. We love you. We pray for you daily. Please get in touch with us if you want to get on the prayer team or 
have your name added to the prayer map and uh, just check out the description box on the on my channel and if you haven't signed up for Chuck's music channel I might have said that before but just go check it out it's Chuck Adkins music on YouTube and all the website information everything's in that box we love you guys we look forward to hearing from you thank you and God bless you and here comes Chuck